Okay, so uh, discussing the Berchus Yaakov this week. Yaakov Avinu, before he dies, calls his sons. Um, it's interesting, just as a, as a side point, maybe uh, some other year we, could, uh, we can delve into this, the idea of Ishke Berchase Berach Because Yaakov, for the most part, is really not giving brachas in the conventional sense. He's really describing the Shvatim. He's, he's talking about the personality traits, the... You know, the trace that the Shvatim possess. And then, some says is that a bracha, right? A person to have a talent, a person to be successful in something doesn't necessarily translate into bracha. Bracha means happiness, success, flourishing. A person could have, be the most talented, amazing person, could have all the, bra- all the brachas from Hashem, but not, but not actually be, be nisbarach from it. Moshe Rabbeinu gave him a bracha, that, that their brachas that they have, their personalities, the descriptions of Yaakov's, I'm sorry, Yaakov, not Moshe, um, should be a bracha for them. And that's a, that's a tremendous bracha. A person could have all the good things in the world, but a person can still be very miserable. A person needs the bracha from Hashem in order to, to translate material and spiritual success into bracha, into happiness. So again, yeah, that's a separate point. I wanted to talk specifically about one of the shvatim. It's a uh, again, I, I, I don't know anyone that, that understands the shevet this way. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece. It's the Shemit of Yisachar. So, the, uh, Yaakov Avinu says, Yisachar chamor gorem, reveh shpein amish pasayim, hayam melucha kitoi, vesa'aras kino eima, vayet shechma l'spel vayhi lamas oibet. Many pshatim in the Yishanim, exactly what's this, what is Yisachar all about? You know, Yisachar, we talk about uh, the Taira, Yisachar Zvulan. What exactly is, uh, what exactly is, uh, is, is, is this mashal of a chamor, Manucha, right? Because it seems to be kind of the opposite. We shouldn't really deal with this. Hamar Garam seems to be someone who's working very hard. And then you have Manucha Kitaiv. So, I mean, which one is it? So, refers says the following. A Hamar is an animal, a beast of burden. A person who, uh, who accepts a burden on himself. Hamar, schleps, that's a Hamar. Garam, Garam is a word for bone. But refers says it's not etzem is really a bone. That's, you know, a supporting bone. A Garam, he says, is more like a bone... That's in movement. That's how he understands the word garem. We're not getting right. A grama, something in, in, in chazal which causes, it leads to something, right? It's 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 working towards something. Hamar garem would then be, you know, it's like a mix between a hamar and a shar. A shar is a, is an animal which works, and in, right, throughout Tanakh, the shar is what's working. The hamar is the animal which schleps. It's the beast of burden. Yisachar is a hamar garem. It's a way of saying that he's a very hardworking person, right? It's a, in a positive sense. The, the pas he brings a pasuk in Yeshaya. It says. Uh, Again, Ashrechem Zere al Kolmayim, right? Ashrechem Klayisol, that you, you plant al Kolmayim, Meshalchei Regal Asharva Hamar. For those doing the Fiyemi, right? Yesterday's Bat, Shem Regal, Meshalchei Regal Asharva Hamar. What's the idea? It's, it's again, and the Psukim there, you have to read the Psukim in Yeshaya, but Vashim is on the Targum Yedison, that Klayisol is Zere al Kolmayim. They're planting, they're planting goodness, they're planting Tzitkis, they're planting good. And Meshachar Hashem Hamar again, it's part of the, the the positive sense of a person working, a person you know uh, schlepping, and in, in, in a positive sense, these are positive traits. Shav Hamar. A Yisachar's Hamar Garam means that Yisachar is a person who works very hard. He's Hamar Garam. He's a he's a he's a donkey, a person who's schlepping, who's, who's you know, and he's a Garam. He's a Hamar Garam. He's 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 a person who who's sitting there in Schwitzing. He's working in a very very difficult, backbreaking work sometimes. Ultimately, Yisachar is going to be. Is going to be a, is, is a farmer. Right? is a farmer. He's a, he's a rabbi. We'll see in the next pasuk. That's Aretz Kina Right, but he's working the fields. Hamar Shar. He's a person who's working the fields. 
but he's Reivetz. Reivetz is a lashon of resting. Bein ha-mishpasayim. Mishpasayim says these are, these are like the household vessels. This is like, you know, you, you line your things up. The rows where you line things up. This is where you store things. It's a way of, re- of referring to the home. It's a way of referring to the home. Uh, he brings up, right? Yesach is chamar garim, but he's resting bein ha-mishpasayim. Zavulans, he's a, he's, a big, he's a big businessman, right? He's l'chayf yam mishkan Yisachar, he's working hard, and he's very happy to stay at home. He's to be happy to rest. Where is he resting? Not at a hotel, not at some business conference, not at some meeting, not traveling across the world to this and that. He's He's resting at home amongst his things. He sees that menucha is taif. Resting is taif. Resting is taif. And therefore land, farming, that is what's, what's well suited for menucha. In other words, the goal of Yisachar is not the money, is not the parnasa, is not the job, is not the prestige, but menucha. He's working to allow himself menucha, tranquility and peace, that he can spend time learning taira, contemplating life, and being a person who's living Hashem in a very, very direct way. In order to do that, if he's going to be sitting there schlepping and working, not schlepping, if he's going to be sitting there working and investing in business and meetings, he's not going to have that time. He's going to be married to his job. He's, so, Bayar Menucha Kitaiv. Menucha's Taiv, and therefore, Eretz Kino Ema. Therefore, sitting at home on the farm. And yes, the farmers have to work. He's working hard, but he's going to be right there, Rebbe Spedemish Pesayim. Right there, working. He'll be able to take his rest at home, and he'll be able to have a say that he'll be able to, to spend time contemplating what's important in life, thinking about things. A person that's busy all day, he could be multi, multi millionaire, but he doesn't have time to contemplate, to think, to think about life. He's too busy. He's too busy with prestige. He's too busy. You know, who does the leaders? The rulers, the businessman. This one's this. Each one's got their own thing. The military. Yisachar, he's the Pasha to Yid. Yisachar, in Refresh's words, is Pasha, he's the Pasha to Yid. Yisachar. Again, that's the Chazal that talk about this Yisachar's own partnership. Refresh, as I said, Refresh is, is a unique kind of perspective on Yisachar um, based on the Pesachim. Again, he's totally causing Machamar Garam. Yeah, others learn. Uh, Listen, you know, in, in, I will tell you that in Tanakh and in, in, in Chumash, Shevet Levi is the learner, officially, right? That's the, uh, that's the we do find. Yisachar, we find in the Lashanis of Chazal, and Yisachar is the one supporting each other, but it's really, uh, that's kind of medrash. That's not, uh, you know, I'll, re- I'll read you the words here. Yisachar is happy to work, but only to the extent and in such a way that the work is of value to the Jewish people. While Yehuda is the ruler, Yisavulah is the traders, Yisachar represents the true nucleus of the Jewish people, the Jewish farmer. He doesn't work so as to labor without let-up, to accumulate wealth. The Jewish man of the people does not subject himself to his work. He works in order to gain menucha. He leaves it to Zvulan to earn millions with his products. As for himself, he prefers to stay at home. He regards the leisure he earned by his own labor as his greatest asset and most prized possession. That is what's taib, the menucha. For leisure enables a person to stand tall and to find himself. Ultimately, that's what the... Now, it's interesting, because the first does point out Something about Zavulan, because even Zavulan, Lachayf Yamim Yishkai means he dwells by the Lachayf Yamim, he dwells by the, by the shore. And was, you know, the, the, you know, it's fun to talk about because Zavulan actually is not on the beach, but maybe he has access to the beach. But who Lachayf Aniyos, right? He's going to be a Chayf Aniyos, he's going to be a harbor for ships. The Yarkasel Tzidain, but he's going to be Tzidain, which is the big port, is going to be kind of his extent. In other words, he's going to be busy with trade, but not actually going on the ships and traveling internationally. 
right? He's going he's, he's gonna to be busy with international commerce, but not as an actual trader himself. He's going to be on the beach. He's going to be by the shores. Sidon was the big port. That's where he's going to stay. He's not going to sit there and go travel to the ends of the earth. That's not a Jewish profession, to be sitting there, sailors and stuff like that. You know, he's still going to stay local. He's going to be a successful businessman, nursing home mogul, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, the edge of his board is going to be Sidon. He's not going to go past Sidon. Okay, but so even, even Zavulan, even the, the big Balabatim, you know, the Yid. But Yisachar is a person, is, is, he's Hamar Garim. He's going to work hard and schlep in the farm. Why? Because at the end of the day, the sun goes down, the work is over, he's going to be at home, he's going to be able to relax, and be able to spend his time finding himself and, 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 and contemplating life, Taira Mitzvahs, and what's actually important. It's the Menuchas Kitai Vanir for Ha'aretz Kina Ema. It's interesting that Rehurst says that in Tanakh, Am Ha'aretz is actually a positive. Right? Am Ha'aretz. Am Ha'aretz are people of the land. Right? Later on, it kind of, you know, later on, the farmers, you know, as things got fragmented and, the, you know, the world was less than ideal, so the Amaris became a pejorative. It was a guy who was a busy farmer who was taka ignorant. But in, in, in the Torah, it's the Aras Kina Ema. The land is what's sweet because that allowed my Amaruchot to play. Right? He lowered his shoulder to beer. Look, I'll pay taxes for working, I'll pay the Yehuda. I'll let him get all the credit, I'll let him be the power, I'll let him be the military, I'll let him be the government. Me, I'm going to lower my, I'm going to bear that burden, because why? It's very, it's fascinating. He says, uh, he says, Yisachar became the guardian of the nation's spiritual treasures. Later on, and uh, the Pesukim in Divrei Hayamim, it's fascinating, when, when David Amelos becomes king, so Kaisel uh, sent all their, uh, every, every Shevet sent a bunch of people to participate in this coronation. I'll just pull up the Pesukim here. Um, and so the Pesuk lists all the, uh, it lists, you know, all the different Shvatim and how many people they sent. Right? How many of each Shevet came to David Amela's coronation. So, uh, right? so I'll, just, I'll read some of the, uh, I'll read some of the, what's it called again? Where is it? Okay, all the shvatim, Menashe. Okay, Bialkazai Kilayer. Elu Mispei Rosh Echalutz. Bnei Yehuda six thousand eight hundred. Bnei Shimon seven thousand one hundred. Levi four thousand six hundred. Right, Yehayada he came with thirty seven hundred. Bnei Binyamin three thousand. Ephraim twenty thousand eight hundred. Menashe eighteen thousand. Right, so all the Shvatim are sending thousands, tens of thousands sometimes. And from the tribe of Yisachar, we'll talk about what that means, right? How many did they send? Rashayim Masayim. They sent 200 heads. Right? They sent 200. Because Yisachar is not running to the Sea Mashas, they're not running to this. They're sitting at they're sitting the farmers. They can't get away. Right, I'm, not there, I'm not being funny. That was, was a joke. But the Akopanim, right? They're, they're okay, this is Davra Melech. They're farmers. They can't get away. They're working hard. They're not. They're not here to schlep and to travel to participate. Wasn't they are what? Wasn't there a drought? No, this was the crown, this was the crown Davra Melech. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm spacing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So those, they're they're coming here. Davra Melech. It's the, the two, they sent 200 to 200 heads, but how does it describe them? It describes them as Yoydei Bina Le'itim. The Bnei Yisachar, they're Bina. Bina means they can understand. Le'itim, the time. In other words, because they have that menucha, because they spend their time, they can think, they can understand things. If a guy's a grace of businessman, he's engaged in his occupation, engaged in his finances, engaged in money and, and politics, that he doesn't, he doesn't take the time to, to, to have Bina. Bina means that he takes the information 
and he's able to discern bain, right? This distinguish, right? Bina we in Chazal's maven davar mitaych davar. It's to extrapolate. You have the facts, and now right, when you're in your world, when you're consumed by commerce, consumed by anything else, but only someone that has menucha, he can actually have bina. Bina le'itim to the times. Times means that he's able to look at, evaluate the different times. Any moment, kind of understand what's required of me at this moment. What? It's it's Taira, but again, it's 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 yeah. Well, Hirsch's application of Taira is very broad, right? Yeah, exactly. In other words, it's and and that's why the pasuk says Yisrael lives by them. That they're the ones who who Yisrael trust for for knowledge for information. Yisachar. So again, this is kind of the the learning that you're talking about, but uh, it comes from it comes from. So so this is uh, right. Um, he says uh, this is a seiter raschakeva malachtei arai. Right, Yisachar regards agriculture as the surest path to this goal. He devoted himself with enthusiasm to the taxing chore of tilling the soil. You know what? Working hard, you could be a, you could be working in backbreaking blue collar jobs. But what it's going to do is there's a very famous you know, Thoreau wrote there's a very famous uh, you know, Walden right there's a very famous book you know Walden Walden uh, Walden Farms he he goes out to this uh, to this forest he builds his house there and he writes about his experience there and he he's very very technical it's a fast it's a very well known book about escaping the city life whatever it's interesting you know but he t- he describes there he says that this farmer right. So uh, he's working, you know, 20 hours a day, right? And he has, he has to pay for this truck and he has to pay for his machinery. He says, what's that? He says, if you don't have the truck, you don't have to work as hard, right? You know, you have, to, you have to cover all your costs. So you have all these expensive things in order to cover. You're back, ultimately, you know, so cut out the garbage, cut out the luxury, cut out the things, and then you can work a couple hours a day and then you're fine. In other words, you were so busy trying to make money to do what? To pay for the, the means of making money? Right? So what's, what's it actually getting you? What's the actual goal? Is having money in your bank? Uh, Yisachar knows that menucha is what's tight. Having that rest and tranquility to be able to develop your mind, to be able to learn Torah, to be able to, to, to focus on you yourself and what's actually important in life. That's actually the goal. And therefore, he has no problem being that chamar garim. He'll work hard. He says, look, you know, I'll sit there in my field, I'll work my farm, it's not easy, it's very, very, it's manual labor, doesn't, uh, but you know what it's going to do? It's going to allow me that time every night to be able to come home with my family, with my Gemara, and I'll be able to live a life. And again, it's, it's something which is so, you know, we, we tend to look at always the bottom line, and then the question is, what's the cost? Yes, we have the bottom line is uh, the nice big paycheck, but uh, you know, it, it came at not only at the cost of, 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 uh, of, of, you know, of investment, but also just in terms of what, it, in, in the time that it, that it took you, in the time that it takes up in your life. To be able to say, you know what, I'll have the simple job, I'll be, I'll work behind the counter. Right? Okay, unfortunately, not always did the simple jobs even allow you in our economy, even a bare minimum of uh, our parnasa. So, but, but, but that the most important criteria of, of a parnasa is, is Will it provide you the menucha that will allow you? And that's what it, that's what it does. It's the most important criteria of any job. Will it allow you? And again, you know, the idea of, of travel. You know, are you going to have to travel for your job? I mean, again, we're, if you already have jobs, we're not here to tell you to quit your jobs tomorrow. But it's always important to look at like the end goal. Look at what what's the lifestyle that you want. And what's the career, what's the job that's going to allow you to have that lifestyle? The Zavulan, they're, they're the business people, they're L'chayf Yamim, they're busy with commerce. And look, other, every Shevet kind of has their Chelech, every Shevet, right? But Yisachar, first is calling, they are the nucleus of Kaisel. They're the ones who recognize ultimately what everything is, what, what everything is pointed towards. What? At the Bali Musa, yeah, right. So, uh, so, uh, so, and the, so, so again, it's 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 a person who is who is. Uh, Who's Rebbe Spen Amish Pesayim? Mish Pesayim, says, he brings a Pasuk in Tehillim, a beautiful Pasuk. 
Right, David Amalek is saying im tishkavun bein shefatayim. Right, this is this is the same right. Rabbi Zvi'ah Mishpesayim. It's the same. David Amalek is saying im tishkavun bein shefatayim. Can feyoyin nechba v'kesef every sev biyakrok charos. What's the pasuk saying? He says, oh, he says you should be tishkavun bein shefatayim. He says, he says, uh, he says, Kaiso, you should limit yourself to staying home, to being, you know, to being in your house. Be tishkavun bein shefatayim. He says, can feyoyin nechba v'kesef. Even a simple dove, the wings of a dove could be plated with silver. A dove is the simple very docile animal, not doing anything, that's an eagle, not the beautiful, you know, the, the powerful vultures, right? It's a yaina, right? the, the wings of a yaina, they could be covered in silver, and the, the, the feathers, could, be, uh, could have sharp gold. Right, that this is what your goal should be. Be roy beitz bein hamishpatayim tishkavun bein shavatayim. That should be the ultimate for most. Again, there are different people, but to be roy beitz bein hamishpatayim to be tishkavun bein shavatayim. This is what's ultimately the, at the crux of a klai yisrael. Yes, we're very successful and we're super rich and we have all that money. But what's that money worth if it comes at the expense of menucha, which is what every year's goal should be? All right, shkayach.